Daniels Nachos Amigos, and welcome to How You Do Food podcast about East Asian pop culture. I'm a couple guys from the East Coast of the United States. I'm Petey Rave. Your man with with way too many plans. I don't know, and no execution. Um, with way too many aspirations, but no execution. I'm joined, of course, as always, by my tag team partner, my partner in crime, my right hand man to my left hand side, Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I am doing well. How are you, Petey? I'm doing good. I'm uh, doing well. Uh, and I'm doing good by gum. Uh, <laughs> I just can't see it. Uh, it's, been, it's been fun. Uh, E3 just came around, so we saw a bunch of press conferences and stuff. Bro, it has been, it's been a whirlwind like, weekend here in the States for just a little bit of everything. So we have the the Electronic Game Expo. Uh, If that's something you pay attention to, you were paying attention to that. Um, We had two giant sporting events come come to an end. Uh, The the finals of the hockey season, as well as the finals of the basketball season. Um, With, with, if you care, two teams winning. um, Well, a team each winning. Uh, so if you care about either of those teams, Toronto or St. Louis, you know, you're, you're a yeah. happy camper. Uh, if you're in the Boston area, you're, you're sad. <laughs> you should be sad. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I, I will say a lot of really fun stuff. I've been watching giant bombs coverage of, of, uh, E3 and their like nightly interview stuff. And, uh, mm-hmm. part of that is that they are a purveyor of, they use for their interstitial music. They are, Proficient with their usage of audio networks music library, uh, you know, uh, uh, royalty free music. And I found out something that I should have realized was, was a thing, but I found out it was a thing. There's royalty free K pop out there. There's, there's some, there's some royalty free ass K pop out there, uh, over the, on the audio network. Uh, yeah. and by royalty free, I mean, it, to be honest, by royalty free K pop, I mean, uh, a, a white dude who does royalty free music uh, got a Korean person put together to come a K-pop in. beat. <laughs> uh, no, got a Korean put together uh, like an EDM beat. Uh, got a Korean to come in and translate the lyrics and sing it. <laughs> but still, <laughs> it's out there's, there. There's there's a there's a royalty free version of of essentially Blackpink's whistle that they played during that show, and it was like. It was, it was fantastic and horrifying to hear at the same time, um, but 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 that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, we're not talking about royalty free K-pop. We're talking about royalty heavy K-pop, uh, the regular <laughs> K-pop, yeah, uh, good old, good old normal K-pop, garden variety K-pop. Kaz, uh, yeah. we're, we're talking about what's yeah, what's new. Up? What's what's ta- what we caught our attention. Since we last got yeah. it, because it was a bit. Uh, uh, what, what's new? What's 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 caught your attention? Uh, so there's a lot of things that caught my attention. It's it's it has been like the week of. Do you remember blank? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, with a lot of people making comebacks or just or just doing things. There's a new skull track if you're if you're into that. 
Go check that out. Oh, yeah. Good for him. Uh, but I digress. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, the boys from Teen Top. Um, who I, I've I've heard some of their stuff. I enjoy some of their stuff. I like I like some of the stuff from the boys over at Teen Top. Um, and this one is actually it's it's mediocre. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like hyper praise it, but I think it's done well. I think it's done really really well. And uh, I think if you're a fan of Teen Top, this is definitely a really good track. Yeah, I th- I think this is a good track. I think it's well made. I will say. This is the kind of song that when I was listening to previously mentioned royalty-free K-pop, uh, one of the songs made me realize, like, oh, there's some generic-ass music that I, I bop to. Uh, this one, yeah, kind of, I, I think it works well. It's a little middle of the road, um, but it's solid. Yeah, no, it's solid. Like, I, I like it. You can jam to it. Um and 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 uh, I think a lot of um a lot of people really enjoyed Teen Top's last album uh and and this is coming on their new album called Dear 9 uh so um we we always talk about sometimes those opening tracks could be hit or miss those opening singles that you put out can be very hit or miss um so I, I, I kind of want to see what the next couple of singles are going to be like, because I, I, I always think that 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 thing sticks to be true. The opening the opening single is always hit or miss. You're either talking yeah. to your your lifelongs or you're trying to you're trying to gain new people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's all this stuff. Um, yeah. Moving forward to something completely different. Moving forward. To my point, anytime I get a chance to feature my boy Jay Park, um, and this one is uh, Jay Park and Hit Boy with a song called K Town. Because uh, Jay Park is just going to put out all the music he can before his retirement. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I like this this song. It's short. It's literally two minutes, um, but it's fun. It is a like like th- this is. Uh, j park that we we're always talking about like th- there's multiple versions of j park this is just fun braggadocious j park and i ratchet, love fun braggadocious ratchet, ratchet yeah ratchet i love, I love lit and, and and there's a feature by my boy um uh god damn it who, who is in this video um uh dumbfounded parker dumbfounded it's your boy in this video. yes it's your boy parker yeah uh just repping, so I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, it would have been good to if you would have, you know, dropped an eight in there, but you know, that would be fine. But, 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 uh, but, but I, I, I like that he was in the video. <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah. on the album, he could, he could drop a sixteen, maybe. Uh, yeah, it, it is fun. It is a fun song. It is, it is definitely Ratchet J Park. It is him. Like he's got, he's, it, it's him. Going full uh Chris Brown <laughs> uh without the you know uh domestic abuse. Uh but it is full you know, he, he is the full realization of his status as the Korean version of the R and B guy who's around enough rappers uh to basically not consider himself a rapper. Uh <laughs> like that has been his thing for, for now for years. 
a, you know, yeah. similar to to other people who I, I probably shouldn't name anymore. Uh, and why I wanted him to replace those people. Um, but I think it, it works. It's fun. I think it's not always my my style. It's not always something I vibe with, but it's fun in a silly way. You know, like it's good schlocky fun. Yeah. Um, all right. So for my last one uh, this week, uh, talking about about comebacks, uh, this, this is just a track full of comebacks. You got Urban Zapaka uh, with a song called Soul Night featuring Benzino. Uh, and if that sounds familiar, it's because they had a song called, I think, Thursday Night or Friday Night. Uh, that was Urban Zapaka and Benzino. Um, this is a very, very chill track. Like, it's it's so chill. It's so vibe. Um and it's just it's it's kind of fun. It's it's yeah. dope. It, it's it's cool. It's a chill track. It is. It's Urban Zacapa. Like it, it's they have a sound. <laughs> they have a song. Uh, they have a sound. Uh, they have an approach. They have a demographic and a and a uh, a niche that they fill, which is uh, yeah. the classic. They are the ultimate coffee shop ballad people <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. uh and it works well them and iu <laughs> them and, you know, IU and uh, a bunch of other people there's like car uh, we can if y'all want to go down to some names that you don't talk about in k-pop but are the, those groups and talk about some like car the garden and urban zagapa and fucking uh all these other you know these other groups that you we, that are always on the top of the charts look look at look at the top of the korean charts and See some of those are Korean names that you don't recognize. It's probably one of these groups. MC the Max, like these kind of groups. Yeah. Uh, but you know they 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 have a sound, and it, I think it's it, it's similar to what I said, like with even Jay Park, even though it's a completely different song style. It's not it's not always my thing. Uh, it's a little. Eh. For me, uh, I'm not always in the mood to sit with a with an americano and a way too uh, and, a, and a cake some uh, some Korean coffee shop owner wants to call bread. Uh, like, but, you know. but you gotta see this track is like at the end of a long drive down a coast. Like driving down the coast, you play some more like high tempo or some ratchet shit, and then once you get to your destination and you park and you're just there looking at the ocean. This is the song you want. <laughs> yeah. So I think, yeah, in those circumstances, I think it works well. And I, I like it for that. Uh, and it's a, it's, a, it's a quality track on that regard. Yeah. Um, that being said, uh, going into some of my tracks, what, what I've been checking out, uh, I have quite a few things here and there. Uh, some good, some not so good. <laughs> like uh there's some solid stuff like um you know out there uh the the aforementioned uh the uh royalty free k-pop which is just still fascinating to me um and <laughs> video game stuff uh but i'm gonna feature a couple of things a, a, a solo artist a girl group and a, an indie band i'm gonna like do my whole trifecta of what i always do uh a full full house uh, i'm gonna refeature the newest track by by former member of evil who has been kind of like was laying a foundation for for a cool like career for herself uh say mm -hmm. 
uh, with two A's, uh, who I've talked about before a, a, a couple times, I think a couple times, but not enough, because uh, I think that that album was one that came out in that year. Uh, it never got featured, but it was an album that I thought was actually yeah. really fantastic, uh, the album classic, uh, and the songs were on it, on it were really great. It just never ended up in the right time and right place for me to kind of like feature those tracks. Uh, yeah. But now she's back with a new song called Ziggy Ziggy or Ziggy Ziggy, um, and it's it's fun. It is cool. It has a really cool vibe to it. Uh, it has a is like a solid like uh, kind of dropish uh, hook moment uh, in the kind of like post chorus. Uh, it is well tailored to kind of like says like style and personality like the the performances like the the choreo is really cool and like the performance aspect is really cool like the the personality of the song is really cool and i don't know it, it's just it's a really cool solid track and i'm looking i'm glad like say it's kind of setting things up for one being one of those groups that was like had potential and then just fell apart and then like now she's like okay well let me do my thing <laughs> and she's yeah. been doing it, her thing it's always awesome when people are allowed to have that chance and yeah. then they show well you know and it just shows that sometimes that normal k-pop format doesn't always work yeah uh but w- w- what do you think what do you think of the track uh it, it reminded me of like kind of late 2000s like kind of uh american female pop yeah but like because that stuff was kind of good I, th- I think a lot of it got more more whatever than it should have, and this you know definitely reminds me of that, right? Like there's there's kind of these breakdowns in it, but it's it's all this the this very powerful female vocal stuff that's that's really fun. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, uh, there are parts of it that uh, definitely are are influenced a little bit by uh different artists like in particular I, I i think of boa and a couple of things not full-on but like there's certain like touches i think especially with like the inclusion yeah. of that that dance breakdown which i think uh is not necessarily boa level but like <laughs> but you know what is uh <laughs> but it, it's it was solid and it's a really cool moment um but yeah speaking of girl groups out there trying to trying to make it uh clc mm-hmm. all you know uh, they already had a comeback this year but uh i guess cube has decided to continue feeding the fans uh because they came out with a new digital single uh called me uh and it 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 is really cool it is really solid it is yeah. following in the footsteps of like uh what uh what no uh did where it's like it's them like at their confident be- like their the the confident uh style it's very um uh, very well made it's very you know the the, the instrumental is really cool uh it can it reminds me it's very much harkening back to say uh four minutes hate <laughs> aka the Skrillex yeah. track but where that one kind of like felt a little disjointed and the drop kind of like you know as much as i like that song it it could it feels a little like 
right. The, it, it, has the, the, it has its issues. Uh, it it uses that same like uh, <laughs> what I called back then the fart trumpet. Uh, <laughs> it uses that same like uh, effect, but it brings in a melody uh, to to offset it, and it doesn't. And it, when when you get to the hook, it kind of puts it to the background, doesn't let it overpower the hook. Uh, and only brings it back when it's necessary. And then it's still like it has an underlying melody that kind of keeps it from overwhelming the track. And I think yeah. it's just like a whole lot better version of like that. <laughs> like, yeah. So, no, I can, I can, I can see that. I can feel that. Yeah. But what did you think of the, of the song? Like, like I, I think when that that drop first hits, it's a little awkward because it's very unexpected from everything else. Um, but I think after you hear it and and you hear those things that you talked about, right? It's not overpowering any of the vocal, right? It just kind of stands on its own, and then it drops out when whenever vocal comes up. I think you you come to appreciate that, especially in comparison to that, like you said, to that four minute Skrillex track or some of yeah. these other ones we've gotten from like these EDM DJs who like were asked to make a track and then they kind of made the vocals fit. This seems like this was well thought out. Like this definitely feels like. It, it was, it, if anything, it was at least mixed well. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and also, 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 just shout out to the fucking, uh, shout out to the, the subtitles for whoever did these to put the names for the individual members when they're up or whatever. Like, I like when people put that effort in. Yeah, that's always really cool. Like, also, like, the cube does a really good job of opening up uh letting fans do subtitles and things like that and translations uh which is cool because on the video not only do you have english subtitles but you have everything from chinese to french to korean to norwegian to portuguese to romanian uh thai of course uh vietnamese turkish uh so it's just you know Solid fan contribution. It was really cool. Um, yeah, CLC still killing it. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm so glad for this kind of turn in their career, uh, at least musically. Uh, all right, so that was a solo artist in the group girl group. Now for the band, I guess an indie band in a sense. It's it's the band from again another uh, K-pop artist. Uh, it's another track from the group uh that it holds as one of the members uh beckett in uh she of 15 and uh, at this one formerly a 15 and um but still at jyp she you know the, the group is the volunteers mm -hmm. uh this they came out with a, a new song it was released a little while ago just kind of been away but uh just a, a couple weeks ago uh, but it's a song called Radio, or at least a music video for it, uh, was just released. I think, it, no, I think it was concurrent. Uh, Radio, and it's very much still that, uh, the, still the style that was from the previous tracks that they released on their SoundCloud. I think the mm -hmm. it's very much still that '90s, you know, like post grunge, grungy, like college rock uh, sound is um it's there's the 
like there's a sound that that the, the, her voice her vocals are very much like going for a specific sound and a specific artist like almost a little bit like uh Lily singer the cranberries in a sense uh or yeah. you know, like a lot of like a lot of like a female singers uh, around that time like there's harkening back to that and i think it's well made it's not as like poppy but it has like kind of a in the in the vocals it has like an evanescence kind of sound um for anybody that can go that far back um but yeah it kind of has like that feel to it and i i like it i i do like it, it's not always the thing i seek out much like you said with the jay park thing or, or some of the other tracks it's like it's not something you always seek out but sometimes when you hear it and it's good you can vibe to it and yeah. and that's definitely something i get here like I, it, it's not always the thing i'm going for but man like i i'm hearing this and i'm like it, it, it kind of does take me back to like when i listened to you and and enjoyed grunge music a lot more and i'm like i like this yeah and it's well made it's like it's it's slow it's very moody uh but it's really cool it's very like lo-fi and wanting to kind of uh, aspire to a lo-fi sound which is really nice i i, I will say look, it definitely has a big improvement i think overall in the mixing and the vocal mixing over the previous tracks uh, i think it's a lot nicer in that regard and i'm hoping that's like the, the future of what she does with this with this band with this group uh uh almost i i i'm looking forward i almost like i'm kind of like i don't want to be presumptuous but i'm almost seeing like the like there's the finish line for her let's say I don't know. Let me look at 15A's debut date. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was. It, they definitely debuted in 2012, uh, which means you you can do the math of the contract years. You know, all contracts are seven years because that's the max. Um, and yeah, it's, it, I think it was like November, December, like somewhere around there. The, da, 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 October. So, depending on when she signed her actual contract, <laughs> who knows? Maybe you know, sometime in October, or maybe even a little bit before, she'll get to just full on just make vol- the volunteers the thing she does, which is fascinating to to think because this will be coming off of also releasing music for under JYP that topped the charts. <laughs> For mm-hmm. continuously, uh, all you know, all throughout Korea, but just as a solo artist. But that was definitely not this sound. It was the sound that was prescribed to her. So it's like it'd be fascinating to think she would. It'd be cool to kind of see her like, okay, that 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 was good. I did that for you. Now let me do my actual thing that I want to do. <laughs> like, uh, which is, I'm I'm hoping that she she gets to do that because. I think she has a, a a a vision for this that I'm looking forward to to hearing uh in maybe like a full album format that she might be able to do uh once she's actually independent. <laughs> yeah. I mean it'll be interesting and sometimes these things take time especially when you're on these bigger bigger labels we you know how that kind of tends to go sometimes. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that's it for what's new. 
we shift our attention over to some topical topics over on our headlines. So join us on the flip side now. Here. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our headline segment here on the Halyujuku Show. Uh, let's get down to it. Uh, let's get down to the nitty gritty, the real nitty gritty. Uh, so in 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 the further uh, fashion of us skirting around the big elephant in the room, we we kind of like. But bite off a piece that we can bite off. So some shit down that went down in clay class, and by clay class I mean YG. Uh, and some shit, I mean uh, drudged up uh, accusations from a couple of years ago against Icons Bi. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, of course, being one of their, pr- their principal rappers and one and their principal songwriter um, and creator. So there's a, there's a lot of articles to sift through, but the the main thing to kind of look over of, on all this was uh, in 2016, uh, Bi supposedly allegedly uh, contacted somebody. Contacted A. Yeah, I think early on we found out there was reports they were simply known as A. Uh, had conversations on acquiring. Some of the devil's lettuce, uh, the weed, uh, some uh, weed and uh, some marijuanas, uh, and some LSD. Uh, not to bury yeah. the lead, but you know, some fun drugs, some good times. And there, you know, there, there was a uh, exchange, there was conversations, uh, and the police got wind of it, and but. Nothing, uh, basically nothing turned out, um, you know, in conversations, there was, there was a conversation to release and investigations on the fact that they admit a BI admitted to using, you know, and acquiring and, and purchasing these drugs from a, um, which is one thing, uh, we'll preface this by saying that I, I believe both of us are pretty chill on all recreational drug use. Uh, and we're pro legalization, but so, this is going to be not a conversation about that, and more about yeah, the next I, step. I think this this has to be framed too, because so so whatever whatever your issue, whatever your personal issue is with drugs, right? That's one thing, right? When it comes to wherever you live, representation of the law when it comes to drugs is always the key factor right yeah so no matter how i feel no matter how pd feels no matter how you feel as a person none of that matters it's it's all based on what are what is the law as we know (laughs) because we've talked about it with multiple different people on this show uh in korea drugs are just bad they're bad right across the board they're bad um and, At least legally speaking. Yeah. Um, l- legally speaking, it's bad. So, so 
one, there's there's the marijuana, which, which people hum and ha about whenever anybody in Korea is mixed with that. Yeah. Then you add in LSD, so you have two illicit drugs that that you have in in that factor. You're that's it, right? Bad. You're gonna you're gonna be deemed as bad. You're gonna lose out. Um, and then now you enter the connecting pieces of this, which is what then makes this more than us just going. Another person was caught with me. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because like we'll, we'll talk about our, our our feelings on that later. But like, yeah, this more the the it turned into okay. Hmm, what happened to these charges? What happened to these discussions with the police? And again, this is not to get into the weeds of like, weeds. Uh, not to get into the weeds of like, what is the bigger issue? Because this is tangentially uh, connected to YG's involvement with certain issues, uh, and as a company or an artist connected mm-hmm. with the whole burning mocha uh, issue, which is coming down to this big company and this big uh, baller, this big deep pocket influencing police investigations into their them mm-hmm. and their artists and things like that a big part of this is the fact that there was you know there was words uh, a discussion of like how did the police investigate or not investigate this based off of you know their findings uh how much the you know this person's the, the dealer their you know their testimony how much of that was influenced by you know by by yg himself like yeah. uh because one of the big things is that they said uh that they accused yg of doing is uh of forcing the uh forcing a who eventually was revealed to be han so he uh which is if people are will remember as she of i hugged and kissed your opa's uh fame uh, also, the per, the former paramour of uh, Top, uh, and you know, connected with that whole thing. Um, the fact that uh, you know, she they they uh, pressured her into changing her testimony, uh, to which it, YG denied but admitted to. <laughs> Like in their denial, because what they admitted they they denied was we didn't influence her testimony. She she was she had her facts wrong. We simply met her met with her to correct her statement. So it was like, yeah. wait, so you she had she made a statement. You met with her and she changed her statement. So you had, and you say that and you admitted. So you admit to tampering with the witness, huh? So. Yeah. Like no, so, we corrected. It's like, like so. Let, this let's is why get lawyers say this. don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's let's break this down on a macro, right? So, and, and we we paint a picture as to why this particular thing has has kind of been the straw, right? You have all these things that. Uh, either YG himself or his artist have done that then YG the company, right? Their lawyers, their, their, their people have then had to clean up, right? Um, 
and and there's a there's a fucking there's a there's a laundry list yeah. <laughs> of of things. Um, and I think the 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 thing is is YG himself involvement in this, as well as the thing that is going on with with uh, Songri, right? And 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 the reason we 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 paint the high mark picture of by the standards of Korean law, drugs are bad. <laughs> um, yeah. But by the standard of all the things that happen in Sungri's case, those things are bad, yeah. right? In 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 the the Korean landscape and law, those things are really bad. And that just puts a black marker on YG at this point, right? Because because having these two things come so close together and then probably having things fall apart because people at this point probably can't keep their facts. And and if you're not watching the video version of this, I put air quotes on the words facts straight at this point because there's so much shit that you are creating rhetoric for. Um you know, who, whoever your guy is on the inside that that has this, you know, of the police that you yeah. probably are paying. And, yeah. and and this is all like I'm, I'm not saying any of this is true. This just falls out into this type of situation. And we've seen situations like this fall out in the music industry and yeah. other industries in America so much in the past couple of years in America yeah. that you can almost. And, and I'm not, you can almost speak fact to it. Um, yeah. So you probably have a guy on the inside who who is your guy that, that your lawyers or whoever is paying to when, when shit happens, you're like, hey, give us copies of X, Y, and Z so we can learn how to market this and, and media handle this. Um and and get ahead of those things because remember remember if you're if you're a long tail person of this show and whenever we talk about drama one of my favorite things to say is got to get ahead of that yeah <laughs> <laughs> right you got you got to get ahead of it if if you write the copy you win right because you wrote history yeah um, but there's only so many times you can do that <laughs> yeah there's only so many times you get that red mark that red pen to write history yeah um like. So the big thing is, uh, uh, and I'll I'll read this verbatim, just so like, so it's not just me recapping, uh, uh, like paraphrasing. Uh, the initial yeah, yeah. dispatch report also included the suspicion that Young Hyun Suk uh, might have influences influenced A's testimony. A initially said that they had delivered LSD to BI in front of Icon's dorm in May 2016. When questioned by the police again, however. A changed their testimony to say that while they had discussed the possible purchase of drugs, they did not actually obtain any drugs for BI. In YG Entertainment's response to dispatch, the company stated that A had lied about BI actually receiving drugs and that Young Hyun Suk had met with A only to correct their testimony. Yeah. So, so you admit with tampering? You admit to tampering witness? So, yeah. so you you so, changed your testimony. <laughs> it's hard, right? Because because that that's that's the rhetoric of trying to cre- correct history, but there are too many facts already yeah. out in the wild. So you 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 try to corral because you didn't get ahead of it because yeah. you're probably too busy trying to get ahead of this other thing. 
um, which has now led to BIV. Oh, yeah. I, I will say, I will say the 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 other thing is that YG also hired a lawyer for a maybe to maybe you know help her continue to yeah. remember her statement and uh, make sure that she doesn't forget it. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Uh, keep it corrected. Uh, but yeah, like you were you were about to say. <laughs> So that leads to this thing, and, and and we'll have all this stuff in the show notes, and you can go kind of kind of read through it and and follow the links and and go deeper if you would like. But I've I've only gone so deep. Uh, I normally go way deeper into these things, but I only went so deep um, because a lot of it is just it, it is what it is at face value. So um, obviously, BI is going to lose a lot of public interest. Um, He's already uh, left Icon. He's already left YG. Yeah, so so he's he's going to leave Icon. He's going to step down from his duties there. Um, there's other reports that he's going to be edited out of variety shows. Um, I mean, he, he he filmed an entire season of Law of the Jungle. Now they're going to have to. Now they're going to have to Chris Benoit his ass. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's all uh, of us some weed. And you forget, like it's it's one of those things. Like, oh yeah, this is like. And I know this is this is a touchy subject. Anytime you want to compare Korea to Japan, but I'm gonna say this is probably a little bit similar to a kind of a baby version of what Japan does uh, with people who are caught with drugs. Like for example, uh, I, for, I forget his name, but Pierre, uh, the Japanese voice actor, uh, actor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google Japanese voice actor so- cocaine. Uh, yeah, while you look up that, so like that that long tail then hurts a lot of things. Pierre right? Taki. This is yeah. Pierre Taki was this uh, is gonna he's gonna be edited out of the Yakuza game. It's a game where the voice actors get motion performance captured and scanned in the game. <laughs> Which is okay. Uh that's a that's a whole other can of like you're gonna edit a guy out of a game where you're all right, nope, nope, not touching it. I'm gonna stick yeah. on, gonna stay on topic. Stay on topic. Don't, don't let that whale get you. Don't Captain Ahab. Um. So, so yeah, so this hurts a lot of things for for YG very specifically as a company, right? Let's stick to that factor. Uh, YG as a company loses a big face in BI, um, amidst mm-hmm. all the other faces they've they've recently lost. Um, and then with the announcement that YG, the person and the face of your company, the, the literal face of and, your company and the hell of a face um, it is and, and his brother are also going to be stepping down, which, which his brother kind of, being the CEO. His brother is, is the CEO so that which, and honestly, his brother is the CEO so that, uh, YG isn't the CEO. Yeah, without being like so that YG doesn't have to be the CEO uh, and doesn't have to actually be accountable to shareholders like the CEO would. Uh. Yeah, Um, but 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 I more mean is is this is this so so now here is where I start to ask questions and here is where we theorize and 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 come come to the long tail right. Does YG and his brother stepping down is that a is that a save of face 
because they have been at the heads and the forefront of a lot of the bad media. So you make it look like, oh, you know, we're stepping down. We're, we're, we haven't been able to, to, you know, corral these, these young, uh, talents and, and help them rise. We have only been at the forefront of their fall. Uh, yeah. is, is it stepping down to save face, but then you still puppet master or is this legitimately, like like you said, the shareholders being like, you motherfuckers need to leave before we all lose all of our money. Yeah. Um, it's hard, because here, here's the thing. Yeah, so they're stepping, you know, Mr. Papa, uh, Papa, Papa YG uh, himself and his brother are stepping up from uh, their spots. And, you know, kind of like resigning, leaving the company. But the, you know, YG himself is still the biggest shareholder. <laughs> I think he has like 17 something percent uh, share in the company. And mm-hmm. uh, his brother is not that far behind him. So essentially you have a, what is a cent, what you almost would, in all logical sense, consider a single entity holding 20 something close to 30% of. Like t- close to thirty something percent, thir- not close to thirty percent of the of the shares of the company. I I I I'm not saying uh, it's absolutely they're gonna be puppet masters behind the scenes, but I that's where the cynic in me would would assume it's like okay they're stepping down, but there's 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 going to be a, a periodic email coming from a fresh new email address uh a completely anonymous email address uh about some directions of the company and things they want happening uh, that will get emailed back and maybe i don't know i again i don't know how these things run maybe you know in at every meeting there's a phone on the table that's open on an open call nobody that nobody talks about <laughs> like yeah at, at that meeting, uh, nobody acknowledges, you know, that, that goes now, on the phone. Now here comes the wider perspective, right? Um, is, is this the camel for fandoms of, of YG? I, okay. you, you never know. <laughs> or is this the straw to that camel? Is the uh, analogy yeah. I was trying to make? Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if this is enough. I don't know if 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 all of that the before that was before was enough. If this is enough, mm-hmm. like if or if it's just like oh maybe they'll galvanize and say actually oh they fix everything like. And mm-hmm. they'll convince themselves that they fixed everything, and now there's going to be new leadership. Um. <laughs> okay, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm going to paint a picture for you, right? This is this okay. is more of a this is more of a welt bit than a Hollywood bit, but I'm going to paint a picture for you. Um, we're coming up on a time very soon, right? Where the boys from Big Bang, the rest of the boys from Big Bang, yes. are done with their military service. Yeah. And then I, I say a plaque is presented to GD, and GD is now the new head. 
YG Entertainment. Yeah. Is that is that is that the heel turn there? Is that the face turn? I mean, right? Because yeah. right now we're in heel. I'm, I'm bringing in wrestling just to, to sell this to PD, right? We're in heel territory for YG. Yes. Right? They are fucking. They are Vince McMahon level one hundred right now, yeah. right? Oh, is I, this I, the I, face I, turn? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because uh, I've like I've said, uh, I've I, I've even told because uh, you know I've had conversations with our mutual co-host and friend uh, one David Majors, uh, where he wanted to get a little insight about YG when, it, in particular, when we had our Lehigh episode. I think we even talked about it on the show, uh, where you know, he was like, "Oh well, how 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 do you feel about like the YG guy?" Because uh, I may have putting quite a bit of uh quite a bit of saltiness about yg <laughs> in the yeah. episode um and i did very much say that i feel a lot i would say almost the same about yg as i feel about Vince McMahon. like mm-hmm. <laughs> like except for like maybe i could i could attribute more provable racism to Vince McMahon. <laughs> like but and but see that only is replaced by okay i can I can have provable racism I can ascribe to to uh, Vince McMahon, where I can have more provable, um, let's say, uh, uh, romantic manipulation and predatory behavior to YG. <laughs> yeah. where, but but that I know of, of those two things, I can I I would not be surprised uh, of the other one possessing it. Just. One can only be proven on one or the other, um, but uh, yeah, like it's this is this is this would be like Vince, let's say Vince and uh, let's say Shane McMahon stepping down, but Shane doesn't have that much of a job. But like, that'd be like Vince, and you know, because he's basically like his little baby brother, anyways. Like Vince and Kevin Dunn left the company because I think yeah. they're the two characters. Down there, they left the company. We're stepping down because uh, mm-hmm. you know. Let's let's. I'm uh, hoping this is true. Let's say after the XFL uh, debuts and fails even worse than the than the AAF, because uh, it will. Um, and I'm gonna be laughing the entire way. Uh, <laughs> and they did realize, oh, we made a mistake. They stepped down. It's like it would be a big moment. It would be a big moment, but it, it just depends. Who is who from YG is going to be the who is the Triple H? <laughs> that, that situation. Yeah, this, this is what I'm saying. It's GD. It 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 the 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 dream factor in that would be you hand that CEO plaque to GD. Yeah. And then, like, because I think even at that point, I almost subscribe to the kayfabe there, and I'm like, oh my, this is. This is the move we needed. This is the savior. Yeah. Like knowing exactly what bullshit that is and what bullshit that yeah. means and like like how that works. And I I, I there would be something in the back of my brain that would just pop and 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 infect the rest of my brain and it's <laughs> logic to be like, yeah, no, that works. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like oh my god. You you I'm like, well, I would, I'd be like, oh, GD will bring back 21. He'll fucking, he'll save, he'll save the world. He'll save everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, other than possibly using this as, uh, using this as a clickbait headline, 
uh, for for the YouTube SEL. Cause, fuck yeah. Uh, GD as the new C- as CEO would be a fascinating idea. Or at the very least, we could look at it like this. GD... GD could be the Triple H and mm-hmm. maybe not become the CEO. And maybe somebody like... But but he could be what YG was, specifically. Or even better. like I think even that. He could be the head of creative. <laughs> like, yeah. like YG was. Like, uh... And then, like, I don't know, make, make uh... God damn it, this wasn't all centered around Cindy. <laughs> Fucking, why did Cindy have to fuck, fuck up like that? Because yeah. his his reality is fuck him. He's an asshole. Fuck, he can be canceled. But the the character he used to portray would have been perfect for that position for, for CEO. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Daesung. Anyway, Daesung is CEO with GD as head of. Yeah, creators. but see, Daesung's had his drama, and they they've had yeah. they had him for fucking yeah, years. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, so it's it's fuck it. The the I don't know, the I the yeah, YG as CEO, uh, as a new mentality with the CEO, and the and the little dude from uh, Actung Musician as the head of creative. There you go. <laughs> All uh, right, let's uh, let's go to the next one. Yeah, let's move on from YG uh, for now. Let's get to the next one. All right, so Monster X has been doing. Yeah, this is, this is from a little while ago, but I still thought it was worth uh, from a couple weeks ago. But I still thought it was worth uh, bringing up just because this is a really cool thing. Uh, Monster X has officially joined uh, Epic Records. Um, mm-hmm. Monster X kind of. Uh, mon- uh, I'll I'll just go ahead and read the article from Billboard. Uh, Monster X K-pop boy band Monster X has entered a new era by signing with Epic Records. The uh, announced today, the Korean septet uh, signed with the Los Angeles-based label for their English language recordings and worldwide distributions, excluding South Korea, of course. Uh, we are thrilled to join the Epic family alongside some of the artists we admire the most. This is like a dream come true, and we still can't believe that this is happening to us. We thank our fandom, uh, Monbebe, enough for their. Uh, we can't thank our Monbebe enough for their endless support and for making everything possible. Said Monster X in a statement. The entire group said in a statement. So everything you heard there, just imagine all of them saying in unison. Um, <laughs> The news follows the start of the group's 2019 We Are Here World Tour, which began in Seoul last month, and we'll see them performing in, uh, performing in 17 more cities in, throughout Asia, Europe, North and South America, and Australia. Um, yeah. So, kind of so this just leads more into the thing that I think um, we've been talking about for, for years, which is the, the K-pop inclusion in American pop. Um, we've always known it was coming. There, there was never a time where it wasn't going to happen. It was just always how it was going to happen. Um, I do find it funny now that that something we have we have pushed the rhetoric of so much was the the crossover of K-pop and hip hop. Right? We, we like. I I, w- I would love to go back. I would. I wish we had the wherewithal to go back and like look at old episodes and just make little little snippets to yeah. be like. Yo, K-pop and hip-hop. When that happens, that'll be the crossover. Like, and yeah. just and just blast that on Twitter and everyone's faces right now. Um, 
because like that is literally the rhetoric everybody else is talking about right now and now we're getting to this point where that crossover is starting to happen on a number of fronts right mm-hmm. people are starting to build uh to to take the the tcg realm they're starting to build decks right people are people are looking at and and coming to the realization of, of how they want to and how they're going to build these decks for these things to work, right? We're seeing a lot of K-pop artists do songs with either really popular SoundCloud artists or really popular hip-hop artists. Um, some are good, some are bad. That's just going to be a thing. Um, and then we're starting to see this inclusion of record labels scrambling to try to get ahead of the curve, right? Um, we, we're having record labels try to get ahead of the curve of what is going to to be a really big explosion of of K-pop in predominantly in the U.S., right? Because K-pop is already pretty incestuous in other places uh we, we've talked about how much um k-pop has an influence and in kind of korean korean media has an influence in like latin culture and um and other cultures and stuff like that but it's it's that infestation of the u.s that has been the hardest uh to to translate um yeah. the the fandoms have have kind of garnered but it it's always been hard to yeah. to make that full that full twist. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh. Of course, as people uh, will know, if you care, if you if you, because it's weird. Because how many do people out there really think about who are people who what labels are people are on anymore in American music? Um. I think to some degree. I think. I think. There, I, I, I think it matters in the micro. I don't think it matters in the big picture like it used to. I don't. I don't, I don't think it's like. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think it's like that draft day prospect anymore. Yeah. Um. I like we we. The, the twist of Jay Park signing with fucking like, Rock um, Nation. Rock Nation was a a in that moment it was like oh shit but it didn't tailor out to anything because like so many people are all over the place now in american music i i think if it was late 2000s 90s where like all the artists were on death jam all the all of these mm-hmm. artists were on death row all these artists were on fucking whatever um, like when snoop dogg joined no limit yeah still weird i I think it's i think i I think we're past that but at the same time these record labels i think i think it's more the record labels trying to trying to get to the fandoms before these independent because independent artists are jumping on this too right we're we're in this realm where these giant record labels have to fight for for the same viability against independent artists getting on a track with a k-pop artist right like because that like like that becomes a, a double blast right you, you get the k-pop artist with the chance to pop in america and you get this independent artist with a more of a chance to pop 
because they did a song with a K-pop artist, right? But we're in this moment where it's all fluff and there's not a lot of genuineness um, to it, right? And then everybody is going to have this moment where they were like, I was the first, you know what I mean? Like, I, I fucking... In the year 1982, I was the first person who did a song with a K-pop artist. You know, like we're we're just Kanye did are, that one song that we're like that. What, what, oh fuck the a girl was a girl back in the day. Uh, yeah, I think it was Kanye did that the featuring on a girl. I think it was TVXQ. Yeah. Uh, or Snoop Dogg being on the fucking on that remix of The Boys by Girls Generation. Snoop Dogg. It's just one of those things where everybody's looking for, for that, right? So, so in this, excuse me, uh, in this. Epic wants to be like, we're, oh, you know, we, we signed one of the best, you know, K-pop groups in the world. You know what I mean? Like, or third best. I love Monster X, but you, you, you're not BTS right now. Um, uh, no, there's, there's, there, there, oh, BTS. Oh, no, no BTS. Oh, hey, you two, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you got turned yeah. on. Oh, 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 hey, you, I, I'll, I'll take you guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Like. And hey, they're they're showing up to be that, and it's working out for them. Yeah, no, I I, I think Monster X is a great grab. I think Monster X is a great headline. Um, like I I think they do that, but it's all of this doesn't mean anything because none of it tends to mean anything if you don't do anything after it. Yeah, um, they're they're a great get because they have a fandom. Uh, they have a clout, but they do not have a set in stone definitive identity. If we're being honest, they're a mm-hmm. really good hip hop influence monster, a, a, a boy band. They're not like BTS is BTS. Like, like they're not like the, this group has a, you know, uh, baggage. You can kind of, they're a great get because they're a K pop group with some clout. And it's a name that you've heard, but you can kind of mold it, <laughs> like you can take it. You know? mm-hmm. Okay, like, like, like we always talk about. We, like, for those who who hate to hear it, right? And and why BTS has kind of become the mile marker. Fucking BTS did it from the ground up, right? They 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 did everything, right? They did American tours when they were nobody, right? They 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 fucking. <laughs> Back back when okay. we, we remember being at Anime Central and seeing, and I'm not not to say that they were nobodies back then, but uh, they had clout and they were. They, I imagine those sold that show, but we we would go by uh, that uh, concert venue. We would see the the sign for that that concert uh, that concert tour when they were coming by Chicago or well, Rosemont, Rosemont, Illinois, and we're like it's BTS, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and that's that thing, right? Because it was a surprise to us because BTS was still relatively new then, but that's that shit that got them there, right? Is that's that shit that got American fans at that time who were interested in K-pop to be like, oh, 
here's k-pop right here right now <laughs> like you yeah. know what i mean like like so so all these higher mile marker things it's all about what you do after right it's all about what you do after you grab the headline it's all you know you got a headline on billboard that epic signed monster x and and then you you throw in all these names dj cali 21 savage cool great what are you doing (laughs) like like unless you're doing shit it don't mean a fucking thing like like bts is on the on the the mile where they can sit back a little bit now and watch how the landscape falls out behind them Mm. um because they every headline they get is based on something they've done or are doing right the Barbie headline is because they're making things to sell, right? And then those things came out and that garnered more headlines because good or bad, there was a thing. Um, yeah. The pops, the the American tours, the world tours, the the working with this artist, the doing a song, like throwing Nicki Minaj on a song that you already had out that that banged, you know what I mean? Like throwing this art, artist on, on already made tracks, you know what I mean? Doing songs with steve aoki which monster x has also done but it's it's there's always there's always a thing to then their grab from bts you know what i mean and like that's why bts does it better than most other people have because there's always an x factor (laughs) yeah yeah um i think hopefully it'll work out well for them I think uh, yeah like i i want to see monster x succeed i want to see like like the whole thing is i want to see everybody succeed but it's all in what you're doing right i love yeah. what jay park has been doing right now i love the fact that he was making a song in korean and then doing it in english with then english rappers on it like yeah. like i may not have liked every person he put on those songs but god damn if that's not the fucking move you know what i mean like yeah like and it just, and we'll have to see uh what will be the move i think the easy stuff is there. It's obviously because this is going to be for like English, their English language music. Uh, what do you put out? Would you put out just translated tracks? Do you put out yeah. new collaborations? Do you? Yeah. So uh, how much of that? How much? Of, how much of the research are you willing to put into that? Uh, do you, you go? You on? do whatever the easiest thing is first, right? So. If, and you you do whatever grabs attention right so you take your hottest tracks and you do those in english right boom right put out a bunch of singles get your ass on the radio and then from there go down that list of motherfuckers that are on the epic label right get dj cali to fucking produce a track with monster x on it right is that going to be my favorite track in the fucking world probably not because i hate dj cali um but is that something that then creates more headlines for Epic and, and for Monster X and then for DJ Cali, who will then also push that because that's putting that's putting food and money in his pocket? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. go for the easy markers first, right? Don't try to high value shit. Just just do something though. Yeah. Like that so, can come out quick. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens with Monster X and Epic Records. Um yeah. but yeah. Um one more, one more article. I think uh, we'll talk about some uh, some uh, big moves that are happening in the idol world. Um, so one of the big things that you know, and not just in music or in in other you know in other facets, I think especially sports, uh, in your know, television, all of these things. Uh, there's a there's a great word uh, people aspire to, 
Uh, it's a great title uh, that people aspire to. People aspire to be the GOAT. Uh, greatest of all times. They want to be the GOAT. Um, you know, somebody wants to be the GOAT. You know, whether whether LeBron is the GOAT or whether Michael, ja- Michael, jo- or said Michael Jackson. Michael Jordan is the GOAT or whether Michael Jackson is the GOAT of music uh, despite, you know, the... the the, the bad things, uh, whether, you know, somebody's the goat of music, somebody's the goat of sports, um, and we might get our answer of who is the goat of Japanese idol uh, music, uh, a goat. <laughs> uh, a goat added as official member to Japanese idol group. Uh, an idol's got to do what an idol's goat to do, this article says. Uh, Japanese idol groups come in all shapes and sizes, like the group who fell from, quote-unquote, fell from heaven, uh, and the Okinawan idol group whose average age was 84 years old. Uh, it seems that anything is possible with idol groups, but even we couldn't foresee this. Chocolate Bomb, an idol group managed by Johnny's Entertainment, of all people, announced that they're new and limited... uh, The fans, the commenters on this article are very, uh are very specific that they are not managed by Johnny's Entertainment. Oh, uh, yeah. At least according to this article, uh, announced that their new and limited time member, Shido Pen, uh, would be featured on their upcoming single, Love Me Do, Doki Ni Moicha Dame, due to be released on June 24th. However, Shido Pen isn't your average member. He's not even human. You probably guessed by the title already, but he's actually a goat. Even the yeah. members have got goat ears on. Uh, um, Shooterman's addition to the single has, is his own Billy Goat voice accent. Uh, if you want to hear it for yourself, you'll have to attend the group shows. Uh, yeah. So this is one of those things. Um, Japanese, like the Japanese idol market is literally like PR stunts after PR stunts. Uh, like they mentioned the group that was all uh 84 year old women or or you know in the 48 verse the different versions of groups ones was like old idol older idols not not like 84 year old women but you know things like that or or all groups that were boys who cross like it's always just some kind of pr thing it's always like you're just trying to grab as many goddamn headlines in japan as you can um and like this is this is just a pr stunt because like they said it's a limited time thing it's to try to get this group out into front of the eyes of as many people as possible you know to just get whatever attention you can yeah. Uh, apparently, they're yeah, like the the in the comments. Uh, this group is not managed by uh, oh, they're managed by Dade Demo Dream, not Johnny's. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, okay, so uh, it's on Soda News twenty four uh, to uh, report on the facts. We'll just report on what they said because now we're just podcast. Uh, but. <laughs> Regardless of what label it is, it, it, it is it's, it's a PR stunt. It's fun. I I can definitely understand the fun of it, but yeah, it is yeah. definitely like the we have to get some attention somehow because there's a lot of idol groups and uh you know you got to get people you got to get I was gonna say butts and seats, but those theaters generally don't have seats. You know, probably not the smaller ones that these these perform at. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, got to get the get get them in the door somehow. And like, maybe... like, I I I was trying to 
think of it, right? Or trying to think of of how to put this, right? And uh, Japanese idol groups are sideshows. Yeah. Like they're they're literally like like eighteen hundreds style sideshows, right? There's a tent in the street. And you are trying to do whatever you can to get people to to buy a five dollar ticket. You know what I mean? Like, so you're like, I hey, I got the prettiest girls. Oh, okay, cool. I'll come see that. Oh, hey, that guy, he has the prettiest girl. I've got the prettiest boys. Oh, all right. Well, you know that sounds interesting. I'll go see that. You're like, I have, I have a group that is made of of all all girls who pretend to be mannequins. Well, that sounds interesting. Let me, you know, Shanti over there and. You, you know, it just turns into that to the point where yeah. you go, I got a group that has a goat. And you're like, what? Oh, shit, I need to see this. You know what I mean? Like, oh. at some point, at some point, like, in the future, there's going to be, like, a K-pop group that's all cats. Like, yeah, or, I mean, not a K-pop, but a J-pop group that is it's just cats. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it'll happen because it's, it's a fucking sideshow. Yeah, um, so... Look forward to that. Uh, June twenty fourth is when that single comes out. We'll all be, we'll all be stay tuned, uh, and uh, and on you know on um, on pins I, and needles waiting. I also feel like maybe somebody at that at that management label just saw the Taylor Swift meme, like <laughs> like just saw it. Yeah, and was like, oh shit, yeah, we could we can bank on this if we put a goat in our group. And then they're gonna find out, like, oh, that was years ago. The fuck? (laughs) God, gotta check the dates on those tweets. Yeah, I can't help it. Yeah, Galapagos is that Galapagos Island effect. Um, yeah, Japan, keep doing your thing. Oh yeah, no, it's amazing. I can't, I'm I, I'm can't wait to visit Japan. I hope this is still a thing when we whenever we get a chance to go, whenever we save the pennies to be able to yeah. fly across the ocean and go to Japan. I want Ooh. this to still be a goddamn thing so I can go watch a goat perform J-pop. Yes. Oh yeah. No, we will be hitting up as many of those idol like theaters as we can. <laughs> like, if we can get to a 48 verse, that'd be great. That's the pinnacle. I know that the, probably those tickets are probably going to be hard to come by. Uh, you're going to have to wrestle a man and his dog, and that's just stage one. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but we'll, we'll see. Well, there's, there's plenty of groups to check out out there. Uh, we'll look forward to that. Uh, but that's it for us. That brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of Hali Juku. Uh, Kaz, what, what, what's going on? What's going on in your world? Uh, whew, uh, I would say sports odds and ends, but we've been on a kind of a hiatus for a little bit. But uh, I think the boys are going to be doing an episode very soon on all the stuff that I talked about at the top of the show. The finals of the NBA, the finals of the hockey, uh, women's soccer is on the, on the on the rise because it's, it's the Women's World Cup uh, in USA embarrassed a team so that's something to talk about um uh and i think france is going to be pretty strong because i don't know what they're feeding those people in france but goddamn they're good at soccer uh so if you want to hear about that stuff uh from from two of my good friends djm and jbz go check out uh sports (laughs) 
I, I've eaten a lot of croissants and I ain't that good at kicking a ball. Uh, go check out sportsoddsandends.com where you can hear more of that as well as uh, the DKG Welp podcast, DKGTV.com, uh, where me and my friend try to make you laugh on the internet. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, go check all that out. He's at King Kaz. Uh, I'm at PD Rave everywhere. Uh, the show is Halijuku. Uh, Halijuku.com or kpoppodcast.com or jpoppodcast.com as well. Uh, well, didn't they tell you, don't you know? We don't do that much jpop, but we still use that URL just because we will we'll do more. We'll try to touch on it more, but uh, like we always say. Uh, but those are the URLs. Rebellion.net for this and other shows. Rebellion TV on YouTube. Uh, you can find us everywhere you find podcasts. Uh, Apple Podcasts, almost said iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, uh, do all the things, subscribe, like, share, uh, give us reviews, do all the things. Until next time, hasta los huevos. Fighting. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>